Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Waiver Wire podcast presented by FanDuel. This is the first Sunday night episode where there's really no grieving about fantasy. There might be some grieving about our favorite teams coming up. The Sunday spot has always been reserved for like, this guy should have had a touchdown. And we don't even really have that going on tonight, Jen. How you doing? I'm doing good because I will say that um, I had a fairly successful day on FanDuel, which was felt good because it's always such a lottery ticket in week 17, guessing who's going to go off. But um, a couple of fun plays there and my Kirk Cousins lineup was good and I wanted that to happen. I kept looking at it thinking I would have won waiver wired. This was the one. This was it the lineup. one? Do you that would have been one. your team? It would have been my team. I'm trying to think I should like read it to you. It was what I would have put, it was the first lineup I built. It was the one I would have put in waiver wired. I think it's the one I read on the air. It's Kirk Cousins, Jonathan Taylor, Oof. Uh, Brandon Cooks. I mean, Jefferson. Like, you know, like, it was like you have Jefferson, Jefferson in there. Like Jefferson. I had Alexander Madison in there. It was just like. Oh, gosh. You might have won yeah. the million with that. Yeah. One. I mean, like. I was all so you would have been missing was Marvin Jones. Like It's all I was missing, basically. I was, yeah. I was really yeah. looking around. Um. I had like an okay team I in FanDuel this week. I had, you know, I had Lamar. I had pieces of everything. I I, mm. I overpaid for the Andrews connection and he threw to everybody but Andrews. That right. was kind of what did me in there. But I had Mattinson. I had uh, my Sterling Shepard call was- That was good. That was rather uh, rather nice. And that mm-hmm. did some things to me. Who else did I have going? Let me see. I had Montgomery was just fine. Montgomery was good. Um, the Jets defense did not did not do what I thought they would. Of course, like Belichick on the last week. Just why not? Let's just get one more. Just because. Should we? I mean, we have a lot to unpack today. We're going to go around the league as we always do. We're going to talk about any remaining season bets, that future bets or anything that we might have. We still have our Giants one as we tape this show at 810 Eastern. I am officially the biggest Eagles fan going right now and it just <laughs> i tweeted out fly eagles fly and you know when you write something on your phone that you've never written and it just feels weird you're hitting letters yeah. it's yeah. just you know just tweeting fly eagles fly and then putting an eagles emoji mm. up it just my, my hands my hands didn't want to do it yeah i feel like maybe you shouldn't do that just for future like that's just a little too far right no it's not too far fly i want eagles i would fly? i want the eagles to Ooh. win at all costs because if nothing else, I get one more week. I get all that morning radio talk of like Tom Brady <laughs> going, going back to New York, into New York. The Giants have had his numbers. Like, yeah, the Giants had his number nine years ago. <laughs> like, I get it. I, I just don't buy. Here are the things I don't buy. And this is this came up a few times. The Giants have Brady's number. Like, I don't buy mm-hmm. that. Like, Michael Strahan is not on that as team. I don't right. see uh, Justin Tuck anywhere. I don't see uh, Brandon Jacobs anywhere or any any of that. So that and this whole, how come when a player, let's say it was either a former Cowboy, I'm going to take this Leonard Williams situation, okay? Now, I've been giving Jets fans a lot of shit, particularly my guy, Brandon Tierney, okay? And they get so defensive, like, oh, Giants are the ones who are idiots. They could have just signed them, and now they're going to have to tag them and overpay and 
And we got a free third round pick. By the way, that free third round pick, I mean, I, he had a decent season. He's been on IR since like December 1st. I hope you enjoy him, Jets fans. And then the, well, this is a contract year. That's why. And wait till he, once he gets paid. And good luck paying him Aaron, Aaron Donald money. Like, first of all, Leonard Williams is not going to get Aaron Don, the best defensive player in football money, number one. Number two, do we really believe, I mean, if we took a survey, and I know Martin and Jim, you're listening, so if, if this jumps out at you, and I wish someone had analytics on this, guys' stats in contract years opposed to then like the next two years after that, because I get that like guys definitely try maybe a little bit harder, you could say, in a contract year. But when you're like a younger player and, you know, I know it's football. Football's different because the injuries are so, you know, so those contracts, regardless of how old you are, are important. But like, so what? Leonard Williams now is going to get a big contract from the Giants or someone and then is going to just not even try. I know that does happen and has happened in the past, but is that the majority? Or is that the minority of situations? I don't know. It's probably the minority of the situations. Right. My guess. It's just that those are the ones that make better headlines. Yeah. Like, hey, I just had this awesome year. And I know the giant, like as a team, the Giants are young, coming together. I had my career high in sacks. I had three sacks in the final game, which was essentially a playoff game for us in a way against the Cowboys. I'm going to get paid. Now, let me just like. Let me just be done playing football at whatever, 24 years old or 25 years old. Let me just stop trying. I get that maybe he might come into camp, maybe not as hungry. Right. And maybe at, like stuff like that. But I don't think I'm buying. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Of course it happens. I'm not an idiot. But I, mean, I think it's the minority. Let's take a case in point, Derrick Henry. Everyone said last year was going to be his best year ever. He was too old. They shouldn't spend money on him, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then they came to an agreement this summer on a four-year, $50 million contract. And guess what? He rushed for 2,000 yards again this year when everybody said he could. Contract so, year. Yeah. I mean, he could. St he still produces. Like, he already got his contract. Like, he didn't need to keep running. But guess what? He wants to win. So I, I actually do think it's the minority of people because I think that we assume that they're all just money grubbing people. And, and you know what? Of course they're out to get their contract. Of course Zeke wants money. Of course they do. It's a brutal game. They're going to try to get every penny they yeah, can. Yeah, and they should. The only thing they do in their lives. You know, yeah. after this, they may, they may not have success doing other things. So they're taking care of themselves and their families. I don't blame them. Now, whether they should or not, I don't know. But you can't blame them for trying. And I think most of these guys want to play and they want to win. Like, they didn't get into this for the you know, like, all right, well, I guess it's a, uh, you know, my guidance counselor said I'd be good at football. No, that's not <laughs> look. I, and look, I, I definitely could name 10 stories of guys getting big contracts and coming back into whatever, whatever the sport and you're yeah. out of shape or you're not then diving for happens, loose balls. Of course, if it's, of course it happens, course but it happens. I, I just don't think it's automatic. Guys only try their full max and contract years. And then once they get paid, they're like, okay, time to I'm pull done. way back. Exactly. Cause you know what? I don't want another contract after this. Hey, I'm, I'm 24 no. years old. I got, I got money. I'm good. I don't want to get a nice contract when I'm 29. No, and I don't want to be a legend and set records and be a team leader and be famous and get more promotional things on yep. the side. And no, and I don't want to get a broadcasting job after this. Of course they don't do that. I mean, maybe there are a few who do, but I think in general, these people come here to compete. That's how they got this far. And they don't, 
They do. They want to do well. But a lot of times it just happens that you happen to be at your peak at a certain age or season in your life. And that's when you get the contract that makes sense because people buy stocks on their way up a lot of times. Um, and it's hard to catch a stock when it's still going up. We all know that that's just, you know, and then players and personalities and injuries, you can't predict them. But yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you know what? I guess maybe you could say a player might be more likely to play through an injury in a contract uh -huh. year. Like I, I all right, I get that. Yeah. Maybe if true. you're more like 60, 40, not going to mm -hmm. play, you play. All right. Right. Fine. That's true. Fair. But uh, outside of that, I don't know. But I have, I've gotten a lot of mileage out of the, the Leonard Williams bit with Jet fans, <laughs> and I know it irritates them. And I know the Giants did kind of, it wasn't like the greatest deal. They should have actually signed them. Like they should have waited and not maybe traded for him, and they probably could have got him on the market. But I don't know, do that three sacks and was in Andy Dalton's face all day. And I just, I just love it. I just love it. He's made me very happy. Um, we'll go around the league. I have to say, Happy New Year, Jen. How was your New Year's yeah. Eve? Did you Happy New Year? Did you safely do anything? I, what what okay, I will tell you an embarrassing story. So, you know, New Year's Eve, staying in, flipping around on TV. And like, I'm trying to watch these uh New Year's Eve celebrations, but they're like, they're not good. Like, didn't find the comedians very funny. I didn't like the music, not my style, didn't have a lot of milk. It just wasn't my thing. And I'm watching them. And then I'm flipping channels after midnight, got my champagne and run across the time life, soul sounds of the 70s. And let me tell you, that's a great hour of music. I actually <laughs> went online. It's unbelievable how many great songs are from the 70s. You got Barry White, you got the Commodores, you got the Temptations. I mean, it's like hit after hit. Aretha's on there. Just I, I would recommend uh, Time Life, Sounds of the Seventies. Can they was send it, me a percentage on this? We were watching was my, the, the best hour of my night. We were watching a little <laughs> bit of the you know bouncing around the New Year's show, and I guess it's just hard because you know not seeing a crowd in yeah, Times Square is certainly. It was almost like the I don't know how you could have did it better because you know they had the thirty something people who were like first responders and stuff. And that was super cool mm -hmm. and deserving. Like, I don't know how else you do it, you know, differently, but it's certainly like looking at it definitely made me feel something growing up in New York and then all that. Like, it just was strange to see, but here's how you want to know how I knew it was midnight. How? Look, I, I can't stay awake anymore, guys. I If you want to talk old stories about my youth, I could tell you some stories out late till the sun comes up. I could tell you all those. I have all those. I'm 41. I can't stay awake anymore. So my wife and I have never seen the show The Office before. So like three, four months, we start binging The Office. Okay. And then you know when you find that show that you could go to sleep to? Yes. Where you can like watch it with one eye open. Yes. You still know what's going on, yes. but you still fall asleep and it's it's seamless. 100%. That is what the office has become, right? It's perfect. Okay. You could pick up wherever you left off. Great. So we kind of went to bed at like 11 and we were bouncing around like, you know what? Well, let's watch some office. And we're watching the office and at midnight on Netflix and at midnight it goes off because the contract ran out. And then you could only <laughs> exclusively watch The Office on the Peac on Peacock TV or whatever the hell it's called. So that's how I knew it was midnight. I was wow. like, oh, must be 12 o'clock because I took The Office off Netflix. Happy New Year. Now oh, I have to wow. go sign up for Peacock. God. Well, when you lived in New York, did you ever actually go to do the ball drop? Never. You will so not find a New Yorker 
who has done less New York shit than me. Than you. So I, when I moved to New York more than 15 years ago, you know, I wanted to do everything that the New Yorkers did. And so like the first, you know, year and I'm like, I'm going to go do the ball drive. And it was shortly after 9-11. So there was still like a whole lot of security measures Mm -hmm. in place. And I went and it was freezing cold. I'm from Texas. Remember, it was freezing cold. I'm standing there with my boyfriend at the time. He's like trying to keep me warm and all this. And I'm they're putting us in these pens and you can't like even go out to go to the bathroom or anything. I'm on like on 47th Street. And I'm like, yeah, people go in their pants. Go. They just go. They do. And it's crazy. And I'm standing there and I'm like, how is this fun? Finally, around 11 o'clock, I'm like, how is this fun? Tell me how this is fun. He's like, do you want to go home? I'm like, no, I'm going to stay. How is this fun, though? It's not fun. Why don't we leave? Like, okay, no, I can make it. I can make it. You know, then we get the countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. That ball is the smallest ball you have ever seen. You are regulation. It's the tiniest. It's like a golf ball. It's not like a big sparkly Swarovski crystal thing that you think you're going to go see. You're going to see the ball drop. No, guys, it is better on TV. Never waste your life. Don't go stand in Times Square. Watch it on TV because it's the tiniest, most disappointing ball. <laughs> you will ever see. Listen, um, I have a I have a follow up question. Okay. Has Fox Danger ever been to Times Square on New Year's Eve? No, he has not. I think Fox Danger's maybe only been to New York two or three times, but I think every time was to visit me. And I forget, do you refuse? Do you as well refuse to call him by his new name? No, I'll, or? I'll call him Fox. You don't call him Fox but Danger. But sometimes I call him Jonathan too, because that's just like in, in my heart. He's I saw Jonathan. all sorts of stuff on Twitter. Someone put his license. Was that your dad that put his my license? Dad. Your no, dad put your license. brother's driver's license on, no, on, the, on Twitter. Go look at it again. It's not a driver's license. It's even more. It's not? <laughs> look at it again. Hold it's on. even more it's... apropos, if perhaps. It's not? And, Hold on. I got to find yeah, this. Yeah. Let me yeah. go to Big Rick's uh, Twitter page. Hold on. Um, it's Wait, I, I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's a license <laughs> to carry a handgun. I saw a license. Even oh. worse. Do you really want to give wait, a handgun to someone named Fox Danger? Do licenses to carry handguns just look like straight up driver's licenses? As a guy who I mean, they're, they're does the not same have thing one. in Texas. Aren't they the same thing in Texas? Your brother, 5'9, <laughs> 185, blue eyes. Hair color, bro. <laughs> Why is his hair? Co- that's amazing. Bro. Hair color. It's actually bro. very dark blonde, that kind of like ashy blonde. Like I just learned something new today. I did not know that a uh, handgun license is just a driver's license that says the handgun on it. Essentially. I mean, he has a driver's license too, but uh, yeah. So there you go. I looked at him like, dad, did you really put his license to carry on them? Like, I'm, we're never going to live this down on the pod. Still really would like to talk to either your dad or Fox Danger on the podcast I'm at some sure point. sure that one or both of them would be happy to oblige, but they'll have to go through me first. All right. All right. <sighs> all right. I did get a lot of tweets about the waiver wired podcast at, uh, at the league, the contest not being on. People so I think we got to maybe set something up for, even if we did, this will be in the beta. We'll test it out for the playoffs. See how it goes. But 
But you, I want to give you a proposition. First. Yeah, because didn't you just, you were saying something off air. Yeah. There's an invite out there. What's I happening? I want to invite you to a league. I'm actually going to invite you to maybe two or three leagues. And I want to talk about playoff <laughs> leagues on the podcast today because I don't want you guys to think if you're big fantasy lovers, and obviously you're going to play FanDuel and DFS and all that. But if you want to play an element of fantasy, there's still a way to keep playing fantasy. And I actually found that there's a lot of people don't realize that you can join playoff leagues and just keep the fun going. So, um, one league that I play in is this one on fantasy postseason with, uh, someone I know named Lee. He's awesome. And he invited me to it last year. It's really challenging and really unique and really cool. And by the way, I spoke to Lee. Um, and he said that we could also have a few of our podcast listeners in the league too, if they want to try. Oh. So let me tell you, I will tweet the info later. If you guys want to message me, if you want to play, but first we'll make sure Jerry's in first of all, $20 entry fee. Okay. Um, and obviously anytime I always ask anytime someone takes an invite that you pay your entry fee immediately so that the person who yes. you know, lets you in, you know, I, I don't think an error listers. Would be How there. many people are in said um, league? So right now I think there's like 30 people, but it can accommodate up to a hundred. Okay. So think of it kind of like a, a FanDuel contest at the same time. So it's kind of like a DFS season long combo. This is how it works. Entry fee is $20. This is a really fun format. You get one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, one kicker, and one DST. I know you don't like that part. Mm. With a total payroll of $100. So you'll get into the site, and the site will give you all the prices, okay? okay. Now, your whole budget is $150, but you're only allowed to spend $100 when you draft. Oh, right? okay. And then you get, like, and almost free agency in a way? Sort of. You're yeah. Right. So then, you know, you, you play that team next week, and then the prices adjust, Okay. So after the first week, you can buy or sell up to four players. Okay. Got it. So the question is, you know, do you want to get someone early that's not going to play in the wild card round? Do you want to do you want to get someone that's going to get eliminated? You know, do you want to get the value somebody thinks is going to stay? Lots of strategies here. Okay. After that, and then the, the values will adjust. After that, you get to, if you don't use all four changes, you can roll one over. Got and it. Next time you only get two moves. So it could either be three and three or four and two, and then and then you're done. So it's like survivor pool-ish in a way, kind right? Of ish. Set with but, players. Um, it actually ends up really, really fun. So I'm in. Yeah. Wanna do it? What else I got to all do? Right, let's do it. So I'm gonna collect all your personal information after the podcast and pass. I'll along. send you my my license to carry. Um, your license to carry. <laughs> Another two I wanted to mention, guys, is um FFPC um does a lot of competitions that anybody can enter and there's one they have it's for half a million dollars it's e the easiest you can $200 entry that's a high entry they have much you know down to 30 20 wait 200 half a million the first how many people half are in a million this the first um, like thousands? as many as join yeah and you just pick 12 players and that's it so it's as easy as it goes you play but it has to be one from each team Okay, 12 players, Whoa. only one from each. Are you team, doing this? And you go to the end. I'm going to do No, here's what I'm going to do. I was going to say our, we could split this, but. So one of our podcast listeners messaged me and said, I want to do this. And if you'll just go in with me, I'll pay the entry fee and then we'll split if we win. And I was like, well, how am I going to lose that? Hey, well, you may want to get that. Well, <laughs> well, so you're going to control right the money, the right? Because if you win the half a million dollars, you'll see how quickly someone's going to be like, no, it's all mine. <laughs> mine. It's in writing. Yeah. Um, well, I, I'm glad you said this on the record here. We now have yeah, a uh, podcast trail of, yes. of this, of this transaction. So I can get my two, 250. 
Um, so FFPC guys, there's all kinds of different ones. You can join there. You can pay the $35 entry. There's different formats. I want um, the $200 one. I, maybe we should split one. Where, how do I find that? Uh, my Okay. That's 200 bucks. You pick one player from each playoff team. You play one player. Only one. Each, you're only allowed only one. Only one. And no, so changes. you really want to pick the guys that are going, you want, you're picking survival more than so anything, basically right? it's yeah it's basically this is a best ball you know what i mean you just pick 12 players and let them ride all the way to the super bowl it's gotta be a lot of ties okay. no the one person does not win a half million that's probably almost probably impossible yeah, i'm sure right? that that's probably true um no draft no salary cap no convoluted rules just pick 12 players maybe this one you don't have to do from different teams maybe it was another one you have to do from different teams i will go look but i think they have to be all different teams and that's the challenge of it that makes it more unique um, and then there's the $35 entry fee one, um, which you guys can do too for a hundred thousand grand prize. And of course there's multiple payouts. I'm in on all these. Can you send me yeah, whichever I'm ones gonna you, you are going to do that we could then think also could be fun to discuss on yeah, the waiver wired podcast. I think there's going to be different strategies to all of them and we should discuss the strategies and what's going to end up winning. Speaking of podcasts, I went on a friend of mine's podcast. He is a uh, stand-up comic named Brett Ernst. He's also in the show Cobra Kai. Really, really funny comedian and good actor, a good friend of mine. Him and his brother are the two biggest Cowboy fans I know, and they found a third biggest Cowboy fan that they know, and the three of them have a, po a Cowboys podcast. Oh, God. And it is ridiculous. I, honestly, it is the most ridiculous podcast I think I've ever done. Uh, and I went on and it was all in good fun. I mean, like these two, like that, they, they like sleep in like cowboys blankets. These are grown, grown men with kids and stuff. But then of course, when we went around at the end and we did our predictions, this is like four days ago, I was like shocked. All three of them picked the cowboys to win. You should have heard the reasoning of why the cowboys are, you know, I think Dalton has their number. I think defensively we're playing fans with the hottest team. I, I actually had to go back and talk to them about the defense. Like, they had one good defensive game. One. Did one. you say to them, um, my podcast partner is a Dallas Cowboys fan. And yes. He's not nearly as delusional as you are. Yes. So uh, for I'm, I'm not even remembering the name of that podcast. I'll put the name. I'm going to repost the episode. But it's a funny, funny episode. But um, Jen, you guys are out. I know. And but we're going to go what? around the league. So save a little bit for okay, when we go I'll around the league. It. But no, but save just it. real quick before we just... What did that game leave you feeling going forward for the Dallas Cowboys? Um, hopefully that um, Mike McCarthy will spend a lot of time working on his golf game next season. <laughs> do you believe in Mike <laughs> McCarthy? I don't. I do not. I believe that that decision to hire him as a coach was made and as snap judgment. Like Jerry basically had him over for a sleepover and was like, yeah, you could be the coach. Why not? Like, you know, I, I really wish that they would stop and why don't they get Eric the enemy? Why don't they get, you know, why don't they do this there and give that back to Dak? Now this season was kind of lost in a mess, but basically we saw nothing. The one good thing I kind of saw was you know, Zeke did run harder these last two games and we, we could tell he definitely was injured. He did fall forward. He did push through. He gave a little bit more grit, but like big deal. Like it doesn't matter. Like it was basically a festival of losers today. The whole <laughs> NFC East is a festival of losers. Congratulations. You're the King loser, Washington or, or giants or whoever. I mean, it's, it's still fun. I mean, but if the Cowboys had won, like, what would I have been like? Yay. 
Okay, okay. time out. You know what? No, we're going around the league then. We're starting and we're starting with this game because you went too far. I asked for like one little blurb before of how you're feeling. And then you broke. So I I am now putting you and Cowboy fans, and I've done this before. You are in the camp of Jet fans because all day long after the Leonard Williams tweet, all I heard was like, oh, congratulations. You might win a division. You could be six and 10. You would switch places with them. At any point, Jet fans, six and ten. Yeah, that's terrible. Division winning, six and ten, awful. Playoff game at home. Every Jet fan would switch places with the Giants. I'm gonna say the same thing to your Cowboys. You if 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 Washington loses tonight. No, I wouldn't switch place with the Giants. Oh, you're full of it. You're full of it. Not true. Next year, I would so much rather have Dak Prescott. On my what team I'm saying is, Daniel don't Jones. downplay the. If the Giants get in, I'm and we're again, we're taping I'm not this. I'm downplaying the Giants. I'm downplaying the red. Sorry, the Washington football team or whoever. I'm basically saying, and you know it's true, that there are teams with better records than whoever the NFC East champ is. So how much are you going to gloat about it? It's a little bit embarrassing. You know you're going to get eliminated first round. You know it you is don't not. really deserve to be there. Don't you think the Dolphins probably deserve to be there more than one of our teams? I Come Listen, on. listen. We've talked about this. Yes, other teams deserve to be in. But I am a firm believer, having gone on two magical runs, where we were not one of the better playoff teams coming into the playoffs, okay? And going on the road and beating Green Bay and your Cowboys and uh, like winning road games left and right. my Cowboys. Because they're yours. Kind of like nasty, your Cowboys. Listen, I understand that it it is a little bit of like a black eye to be the six and 10, you know, that's why if Washington wins seven and nine, at least you could say that's been yeah. done many times before. That has happened before. And I do, honestly, it's 8.30 Eastern. I do think Washington wins. So I am I am not- I do too, but- I'm not that excited at all. But in the event that they lose, and if the Giants get in, you will be 10% envious because you will not, just because you would get to sit at home next weekend and watch a home I playoff mean, game. Who yeah, doesn't want that, especially I right guess. now? And then I can wear my really cool Dallas Cowboys beanie. And what if you, bought, what if you beat, what if Dallas would have beat, what if Zeke got hot, real hot, with the receivers you guys have, okay? What if you were yeah. actually able to get pressure on Brady? <sighs> then what if you beat Tom Brady in the first round? Now you're the six and <sighs> 10 Cowboys, whatever, seven <laughs> and nine Cowboys, okay? Whatever your record would have been. And then say you upset Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, yeah, at and home. And now you're going, defense. then mm-hmm. you'd start drinking the Kool-Aid and start saying, oh, maybe yeah, we are. You know what? Playoffs are a new happen. season. It's a new season. Everyone's O and O. That is true. So that is true. I, don't but downplay the playoff appearance. Past Tom Brady and the Bucks. Well, no way. And I still don't think the Giants get in, but if they do get in, I will take it happily and i'll be sitting on my couch screaming yeah i was thinking that it was a pretty good day in the ferrara household today so far right well we will talk more about the cleveland browns because again and it's so weird like my giant friends who are like they don't i have a few group chats but i have like a way more cleveland brown group chats with my in-laws and my wife's friends than i am with my own like giant fans maybe you're almost a little spoiled now no yeah that's the thing about new york sports fans in general like i learned this from living in except for the knicks we are not spoiled and go knicks we're three we're three and three the knicks are actually an exception because i do think knicks fans stick there but in general a lot of times new york sports fans if your team's no good 
they're just, they're just angry and mad about it. They don't want to talk about it. They're not like Browns fans. They're like, yeah, we've been losing forever. We don't care. We believe we're still on team. Like we still believe in our team. Like it's just a different attitude. Whereas in New York, like when the Yankees were bad for a while there, Oh, Yankees fans were intolerable. And then of course they get even more intolerable once they start winning again. But I love Browns fans, honestly. And I, I will be, if the giants don't get in, I am absolutely, I'm sorry. I, Listen, my son very well might grow up and be a Browns fan, okay? We're in New York and Cleveland a lot, and we're more in Cleveland these days. I'm just saying I will be rooting for the Browns if the Giants do not get in. Waiver Wired is brought to you by FanDuel Fantasy. It seems like just yesterday that LA was popping bubbly in the NBA bubble. It's hard to believe that basketball is already back. This season, Charles Barkley has joined the FanDuel team. Barkley is giving away over 30 million in gifts to all FanDuel customers, such as free fantasy entries to all customers, free site credit, and risk-free bets, and Charles Barkley odds boosts. And that's not all. FanDuel's introducing a snake draft contest for the NBA season. With no salary caps and a max of 12 players per contest, Snake Draft, exclusive to FanDuel, by the way, is the simplest way to try NBA Daily Fantasy. Jerry, why do you love Daily Snake Drafts? Well, it's that magic word you said, drafting. We get to draft, and that's all I actually really want to do at this point is continue to draft, okay? <laughs> so you can draft live with friends in traditional seasonal leagues, but it's only for one contest, okay? Draft live just like season-long fantasy, but with winners every game day. And now get an instant bonus up to $500 on your first deposit. Go to FanDuel.com slash WaiverWire to sign up. Deposit and draft now. That's FanDuel.com slash WaiverWired. Let's get back to the show, Jen. Baker Ray. No, that's not going to happen. No? I, I don't like doing the naming your kid after the athlete thing. Because, yeah. like, then you're just tied to that player. And then, like, what if Baker so goes saying... to, like, what was it? What if Baker goes to play for the Falcons in three years? It's like, oh, so, you left. What about, like, if you use, like, Nolan? Would no, the work? only like the only existing... real athlete name that was in play, and this was the God's honest truth, and I was lobbying hard, was before the NBA lottery, I said, Bree, if Giannis. the Knicks get the first pick, <laughs> Zion, the name Zion is in play. Zion. And she was like, no way. No way. You're not naming was, our son after any athlete. Too. But if the Knicks would have got the first overall pick, I would have named Jacob. Jacob will be Zion Michael Ferrara <laughs> sleeping upstairs right now. Oh, Jacob. Thank your heavens. Did you think as a Cowboy fan it was a problem that your leading wide receiver was Dalton Schultz? Because this is what I told my buddies on the Cowboys Nation podcast. But that's podcast. because Giants defense is that good. That's why our leading receiver was Dalton Schultz. They forgot about Bradbury being out for like a week and a half, essentially. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, uh, Gallup, four catches, 49. Amari Cooper, six for 41. CeeDee Lamb with one of the biggest drops of the game, you could also say. Also one, uh, one really great catch that he shouldn't have made. So, I mean, he's a rookie, still learning. Um, but yeah, with those receivers next year, what we need is a cohesive team, a, co a you know, a good quarterback, a confident quarterback. You know, they've re-signed Kellen Moore. Uh, we need a you need an offensive line. Team, an offensive, you need an offensive line, line, a healthy offensive line. We need to go into the draft with real priorities. We don't really need to draft any more offense. We're good. Uh, let's let's get it fixed. Yeah, I just I'm sorry. It was 
just I, I never felt it for you guys in this game with Andy Dahl. I'm just I've not ever been nor ever will be just on the football field afraid of Andy Dalton. I just have never been. It was annoying that he led the comeback in the game. Dak got hurt and beat <laughs> us, and that's probably why we're sitting in this position right now. Uh, but yeah, just wasn't afraid. Uh, Gallman was honestly the scariest person in this game because he kept dropping the ball. That was he was the scariest yeah. player in the game. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't look good. I actually thought we were going to recover that ball. Uh, and then that one came. How'd you angle. feel about the sitting on the ball as a, as a, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I'm like, what is that? That he doesn't have possession of the ball. Cause he sat on it. <laughs> hey, the ball stopped moving. I mean, is that any different than laying your chest on it? Like, I mean, that's what guys do half the time or I like, you, I think that you have to have firm possession of the ball when you go down. He did. Your, he firmly hands. was sitting on that football. <laughs> well, go Eagles fly Eagles fly. That's all I could say. We might as well go to that Browns game because that is yeah. my team in law, you know, Steelers, Mason Rudolph, who, who I have to say did not look like trash. I kind of expected him to not look good at all. And he was he was a little frisky in this game. He threw for three fifteen. Some of you maybe even started him, and I saw him in some FanDuel lineups, and he ended up not, you know, being terrible. Chase Claypool, who's kind of been missing for a while, stats wise, showed so did back you hear, up. Did you hear what happened? Mike Tomlin backed off with Chase Claypool. He said they're starting to figure you out. This is a rookie thing. He's like, we're going to back you off. We're going to give you less opportunities so that they can't. They can't cover you anymore. They're figuring you out, blah, 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 blah. And he said, uh, you know, this is my week to get back in. And he said, and I trust Coach Tomlin. Like, of course, I didn't like it, not being used to right. much, but I trust him. And then look, boom, as soon as they stick him back in. Now, obviously, you're playing with, you know, Pittsburgh that sat close to Right. But, but um, so you're so. saying like what? Like less is this like less tape on you now? And like yes. you're more of a what? Like a secret weapon yes, you're theory? More of a weapon. It's a secret yep. weapon theory. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Uh, mm-hmm. God, Nick Chubb is so good. I am so yes, envious. You so know what? Good. I know, I know that running backs are like a thing of the past, especially in fantasy. We don't care. But I'm sorry when you just have a hundred yards and 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 like as a Giants fan, we we have it. it you know, we lost it this year. Um, so I'm excited. Like that's why I'm I'm excited. Like you were talking about, you'd rather be the Cowboys, really? Like with Joe Judge and and. And everything going on and knowing that like Saquon's probably coming back. I don't know. But Nick Chubb, oh my God. It's just, it's just beautiful to watch. But Baker made plays with his legs. How does you feel about your boy Baker in this game? I mean, just I enough. Actually, I actually st- remember I made my New Year's resolution. Yeah. To, to not be so hard on Baker. And I started him in a, in a lineup, which did okay. Didn't make any money because he didn't really do enough. But I wanted to give the full vote of confidence, you know? Um, yeah, he was fine. You know, I just... Uh, he's not overwhelming, but he got the job done. Well, we're going to skip some games that really didn't matter. And we'll just literally just talk about the highlights because I do want to, now that we could actually take a look at like official playoff matchups, I do want to just get some preliminary thoughts from you before the Thursday show, because also there's been talks, me and a few friends, we're going to put together a little fund and we're going to be placing some wagers on these, uh, On these playoff games, but we, I like doing it with like a specific, like, here's how much we're pooling together. Uh-huh. We have to be in full agreement of the picks and we could lose it all in one week. 
or we could try to pepper it out and last to the Super Bowl. Like it's mm -hmm. a fund. We're looking at it as an That's investment, fun. which is the dumbest thing of all time, I'm sure. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, congrats to the Browns. Like I said, the my phone was lighting up with their fans. I I will be looking in this play this fantasy playoff draft. I will be looking at some Browns, Jen. Yeah, I mean, I you think have to give Nick Chubb a long look because if they win one, if you get you two games know. out of Chubb, that's huge. What other games mattered? Uh, let's talk about oh, why wow, this just in Washington. Alex Smith has thrown a touchdown and they are up six. Not well, I guess I don't know if the extra point is McLaren? pending. Uh, Terry McLaren, our boy, Alex Smith, seven for eight for 61 and a touchdown. What a brewing story. Oh, I guess they uh, I guess they missed the extra point. I don't know. Jalen, Jalen Hurts, no, it says we need seven, you, isn't it? Oh, it just went in. Okay, yeah, there yeah, it goes. Yeah. Jalen Hurts, we need you. Please get hot. Um, <laughs> you, you talk about the Dolphins should be in the playoffs, right? Well, well, remember, you asked me two weeks ago who I thought wasn't going to make it, and I said the Dolphins. Right. However, and they had a win in their in. And, and I guess Buffalo, was Buffalo playing for the two seed? Yeah, the two seed was not locked up. But they 56 were a bit like, oh to 26. God. And they weren't even doing it with their starters. I mean, that they did was, the first half of the game, but and I, I look. I just want to say this is everyone. This is going to take this out of context. I started getting the Mahomes feeling with mm -hmm. Josh Allen back there, mm -hmm. meaning like Mahomes. It probably hasn't happened with me since I guess Aaron Rodgers. Mahomes is the first, like, is a quarterback that I'm like this guy could do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. I started getting that those feelings with Josh Allen. I you remember last week we did our Super Bowl predictions. The reason I went Bills is because I feel like it's clicking at the right time. I feel like the timing is right. And they I think they have a real advantage and they were smart to play out this game and not, you know, because some people were saying, oh, they're not even gonna why why? They've got they've gotten in anyway. I think that them having home field advantage where it could be snowing. Yeah, just like with Green Bay, I think those two teams are two teams where it's really important. And may you know if if Cleveland can ever get home field advantage, it's good for them because they know how to play you know in that weather. They're built to play in that weather. Anytime you have extreme weather, I think it is important for the seating because you know it, it, we saw what happened when the Titans tried to go play in Green Bay. Can't do it. Neutralized completely. Uh, yeah, yeah. The two teams I feel the worst for. I mean, I, I, and this is just related to football, everybody, but yeah, I mean, oh, you feel bad for the Bills fans and the Browns fans that they can't, you know, be 60,000, whatever, 70,000 plus packed in, mm -hmm. especially the Browns fans. I mean, yeah. they've been waiting for this game. <laughs> they've been waiting yeah. for a playoff appearance forever, but even the Bills fans, I mean, God, that yeah. Bills fans are arguably I some mean, of the most fun, ridiculous, like, l like obsessed people with their team. Uh, here's the thing. The Bills are the best sports team in New York right now. Oh, that's a big the best deal. sports team or football team? Football team and okay. probably sports team because the Yankees choke down the stretch. So let's see how the Bills do. The Knicks are three and three. Okay. All right. All Don't right. forget I about the Knicks. No, no, the Knicks, Knicks are not. I won't. I won't. Listen, I won't. it's the Yankees. You I know won't. it's the Yankees. It's the Yankees. Not right. no, I don't know. Last year they choked. Oh, they should have been so much better in the postseason. They weren't that bad. They dismantled Cleveland in the first round. And yes, they definitely took their foot off the gas. Everything turned when they, uh, 
I forget who they swapped out. They or they they went to Boone went to someone too early pitching wise. They and always it, Boone micromanages like yeah, and, it, and it, to they blew a lead. Level. They do it all the time. They blew a lead and that time. swung the series. Oh, I'm gonna go even though this guy's totally hot and, and totally dealing right now. My analytics say that lefty on lefty, even though you know this guy has never actually pitched in the major leagues, I'm gonna put him in. Like, You're gonna make me do fantasy baseball, Jen. I won't. I won't. I just feel like that was a that was a pitch. Um. Look, I know we all want to judge quarterbacks and especially rookie quarterbacks right away. Mm -hmm. I do not think it is fair to judge Tua right now. He did not have a full season. Mm -hmm. He was and getting injured. benched at times and then put yeah. back in. He was injured. Like, so that being said, though, uh, you know, this does go on the record and, uh, you know, wasn't, wasn't a great game. It really was the difference in the game because we know the Dolphins have a, a pretty stout defense. That the 56 points the Bills hung up on him, I think was just I mean, well, let me ask you the this. Turnovers, Do you think the that three if picks. Fitz weren't on the COVID list, this would have gone a completely different way. I mean, I, I definitely think that the Flores is if Tua started, if Flores would have pulled him and put Fitz in, but do you think it would have changed anything? I don't think it would have changed, but I don't know if Tua hangs around to throw three picks. I think we right. get Fitz a lot right. sooner, sooner, you know. And um, but yeah. I don't know. The Bills just like they they're just locked in and they're going to be a lot of fun to watch in the playoffs. I'm disappointed for Miami, but what a great season. What a great turnaround. Mm -hmm. I, I, I honestly, this was almost the game to me for coach of the year. It was the coach of the year bowl for me in a lot of ways. I mean, LaFleur definitely threw his hat in the ring, you know, mm -hmm. a little bit toward the end. I still mm -hmm. think Andy Reid deserves a lot more consideration than he's getting, but whatever. I understand he's, you know, he's, he's on a great team. He coaches a great team, but mm -hmm. was this the coach of the year ball? I guess it's possible. I mean, um, you still like thinking Stefanski at all, after all this, I think Stefanski still has a shot. We don't know what the Browns are going to do down the stretch, and but it doesn't count down the stretch. The playoffs don't count. That's true. I guess that's but, true. Although they do um, certainly have an impact. The, Technically the playoffs aren't supposed to count, but the fact that they made the playoffs for the first time in so long. I think that definitely that has some weight. I, Jen, but the Do the Dolphins were literally it was a mutiny last year at the beginning. Players were like, "Get me out of here!" They're trying. They're not trying to win. And Flores said, "I'm not having that." I don't know. I vote. I uh, still might vote Flores, but I could see McDermott actually taking it. Uh, we don't gotta spend much time on the Ravens and Bengals because that was just a dismantling. But I said this last week. I don't want to play the Ravens in the playoffs. If I'm any, like, I don't want to play the Ravens. I feel like Lamar has been quiet this whole year. Uh, yeah. They've had a lot of, they've had some bad COVID stuff. They've had injuries. Yeah. But he's starting he just, to throw again. His touchdowns were in the air today. He's now had back-to-back 1,000-yard -back rushing seasons. It's, and they've got a stout defense. I still don't think they're going to make it all the way, but they're definitely, they're going to make it difficult to get through them. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want to play them, especially. Uh, I just suspect. I don't even know. I just he's he's kind of getting back to that form. Uh, we should. Did we know the Vikings and the Lions are going to be the highest score yeah. game? Of the, Didn't we? We talk knew. About it? And are you mad about Stafford that like th he yeah. has a good really game mad. in Week Seventeen? Yeah, I'm really mad. I'm mad at Carr because he, remember he did the thing to me. You got screwed. Voices, and then he had a great week the next week. And, and when I started Matt because Matt was going to start, and then I got yeah, I got totally got screwed. Totally got screwed. Whatever. Okay, it's all right. Just and I say it all. I it say it all the time. Good luck has to come my way in the playoff league. One of the best 
weapons in fantasy football, and I'm sure he made some people some money this year, is Marvin Jones. It's oh, just yeah. ridiculous as the number is. No matter who the quarterback Stafford, is. No, that's not true. Because last week he stunk when they had no quarterback. Well, and when they haven't had Matt Stafford, he, I love Marvin Jones. Don't get me wrong. He's a great value, but he's much better when he has his quarterback. I mean, they need a quarterback who could throw. I guess what I mean is like, it doesn't yes. matter if Galladay's playing. It doesn't matter the situation usually uh, other than your quarterback leaving the game. Uh, I don't know. That guy is a monster. And um he's and in a meaningless game, that's what you want out of a week 17 meaningless game. Give totally. me a shootout. Tons of points. Give me a shootout. I was like, and Kirk Cousins are rushing one in too. I was just like, yeah, oh, come on. Oh, gosh. Uh, I, I have to admit, I only saw about two plays of the Patriots-Jets game. They actually handled the wide, the quarterback you know, fly route <laughs> much better than the Chiefs did. And you know what? Yeah, it's much better doing it with Cam. That was the only real play I remember from this entire game. Uh, I, I I don't know where either of these teams go from here. The Jets will obviously have to make some big decisions and you could probably count on the Patriots to reload and and figure it out. But uh, I, I that game was not for me. The Bucks has Tom Brady stolen a third place MVP finish. Possibly. Yeah. He's coming on at the right time as well. Um, he's on so a roll. He is now for three or four weeks. My player to watch for the weekend was Antonio Brown. And boy, and do I feel off. like I hit a winner. 11 catches, 132 touchdowns. Here's what I don't like though. And again, I know these guys are warriors. I get it. And we kept hearing all this talk. You pointed it out last week. They're going to throw to Evans a lot. They're going to get him a thousand yards because he has, you know, five years, all six years, he's been over a thousand yards. And then he tweaks his knee in the end zone. And it's just like, and they were already in control of that game. And the Bucs do need the game. You want to be in that five seed. You just do. You want to play the Giants or Washington. That's just a fact. Although I don't know about Washington anymore. They're kind of scary. But I just, I don't know. I don't know. This is why you rest players and, I, I don't know. That's I exactly hate to see why. it. He's one of my favorite receivers, but they're that saying it looks this game like he me. avoided a major injury. Um, I hope that's true. But yes, yeah, seeing him leave was not good. Benefited Antonio Brown, as you said, and Chris but that's Brown. the luxury. And that was my point. The luxury yeah. they have. Obviously, you never mm -hmm. want to lose Mike Evans, one of the best receivers in football. But then you slot Brown in the Evans spot, and then it's like, oh wow, it's it's just as good of a player, but with a whole other different way of going about it. So. Uh, Tom Brady's locked in. I said it before. That is, I don't, the odds aren't up right now. That to me, that's the best pound for pound. Uh, it's the pound for pound punch for your money, Tampa Bay to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Just I for think the a odds. Lot of people will be. I think a lot, I think a lot of people will be in on that. And it certainly, certainly could happen. There's no question about it. Did Aaron Rodgers lock up MVP? I think so. So it's a wrap, right? Four touchdowns. Uh, and he even had a drop by, oh, Valdez Scantling. My God, with the drop. Yeah, and go after two shutout weeks, then you go and drop a then you go and drop a touchdown after two shutout weeks. He really has been, he's had like four yards in the last three weeks. Yeah, that's that that's how he is. He's either total or nothing. He, and he's he's risky. He's no, he bounced risky. back today, but yeah, he did drop a touchdown that he should have had. But uh, see what were Rogers' numbers? 
Rogers numbers. Well, he only was only 240 yards before touchdowns. Yeah. And you know, I mean, they were kind of in control. Look, I give a lot of credit to the bears and they just, you know, you see the difference. Like Trubisky wasn't great today. Montgomery was average, but I still give credit to the bears the way they fought back. They could have given up on this season a long time ago. So I give a lot of credit to the bears. I still don't know if I'm drafting any bears in fantasy next year. Like where does Montgomery go? You know, it's, I feel like, don't get me wrong, Montgomery was good at the end, very good, but he was also like, it, the schedule just fell perfectly for that. Yeah. It, I don't suddenly think that David Montgomery is an elite talent, not like Jonathan Taylor. I would rather have Jonathan Taylor. Now that they finally decided that he's the guy in Indianapolis, I mean, this kid went bonkers today. I know it was Jacksonville, but we've see, we saw this kid tear it up in Wisconsin. We knew he was going to be great in the NFL. He just needed the time, the experience and his end of season numbers are going to be like what? 1200 yards or something stupid like that. I should look it up. I mean, he had 253 yards rushing today, <laughs> 253 that, and there was a moment, look, I give I massive props, ridiculous. massive props to three, the three things I, I'd say for the, the teams that didn't really uh, have anything to play for at this point, I give massive props to the Jaguars for like hanging in this game. You knew they weren't going to win, but they certainly, those guys are playing. Those guys did not care. They were playing and I give props. The Texans also, I you got to give. I loved that game. That game was so Great good. game. Great so game. Good. And the Texans, honestly, you know, Deshaun should have been planning his vacation oh, instead of doing been, what he, he did. did. He should have been, been like, should oh. I go to Cabo? Where should I go? That's safe. Like, that's what he should have been doing. Instead, he was trying to win a freaking game in week 17. And I do give props to Kyler Murray. I don't know. And he had something to play for. And I don't know how bad his injury was he yeah. he left the game for quite a while and then came back and which means that tells me like he probably shouldn't have come back and if it was any other game and not a must win he wouldn't have probably come back uh that's really it i mean what else stuck out to you today like we knew herbert and the chiefs were gonna we're, I don't know. we're gonna you knew I was, herbert was gonna beat the chiefs up I, I was impressed by jk dobbins again i hope they give him more opportunities i was basically looking at like these games from jonathan taylor and derrick henry who just doesn't stop by the way do you ever look at derrick henry like you look at him with his helmet on and everything and he looks like this big beast with like this long hair and he's like truck and then you take his head up he he's like a baby, baby face. face he's a baby face yeah baby face. his like, face with that made field kid. goal was awesome the way when that field goal went he was, exactly like, when he was like um, all I could think is like Calgon <clears throat> needs to get like a sponsorship with them where they just have like these guys like in the bubble bath the next day. I'm thinking, what does their body feel like the day after rushing for 250 yards and two touchdowns? It's got to be just like. It's got to be a lot oh of pain. Oh. Raiders Broncos were fun. I'm happy for Jerry Judy actually like got some looks yeah. and made some plays. Seemed like One he was. Big play. Seemed like he was healthy. Um, We have to talk about the third down play that. Kingsbury called. Did you see that play? No. Or was it fourth down or third? Basically game on the line. It was like third and like 12 or whatever or 15. And he called some like option play. It was one of the most bizarre play calls. Really? Like game on the line. This isn't like third quarter. We're trying to establish right. something. It was game on the line. He called some kind of wide receiver option. I don't even know what it was. I don't even know what it was. And he is much smarter at football than I am. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I saw that play happen. And I'm like, I wouldn't even do that shit in Madden. 
Yeah. That I was rough. That. I'm sorry I missed that, but you know, go, he's still kind of new to the NFL. This is his second year in the uh, NFL. Go right? Google Cliff King. Just Google Cliff Kingsbury third down call and okay. watch the play and right. tell me, tell me what you think. I don't know. Okay. I'll do that. Someone I don't. I mean, the Niners were great this year. I'm sorry. God that is the that. best six and ten they I've put ever up a seen. They fight too. They did. Yeah, they they almost won that game. They did. Good They're going to be a problem if they could actually get healthy next year. I don't know if Jimmy G is still the guy or whatever, but that is the best six and ten. Like that six and ten compared to the Giants six and ten is a very very different six and ten. See, to me. to me, it doesn't even matter who their quarterback is. That that's what I think is so good, great about Kyle Shanahan. Like they did this with C.J. Beathard. They did it with Nick Mullins. They were still able to pull with no players, with no Debo, with no Ayuk. They're still able to put up these fights. It's a really well coached team. And Jimmy Garoppolo is not a great quarterback, but he's a great quarterback for them. He manages the games well. But imagine if they actually got someone like Deshaun Watson or something. Maybe it may not even work. It may not work if they have a star. Like the system may not work that way. I don't, I don't know, know, but all I know is Washington is now up 10 nothing end of the first oh, quarter. The Eagles sorry. do not look like they have any life. And uh, let's just say Jalen Hurts is 0 for 3 with a pick, and Greg Ward is 1 for 1 for a 15 yard completion. Oh, so great. Uh, Good to see I, you show I think up. the Giants could now start probably planning their vacations as well maybe well, shipping their car to decide that Jalen hurts he's got a lot to prove so no i, I get would... it but do you really want to be playing from behind against that hungry defense that could smell the playoffs oh i guess like i don't know washington gets in maybe it is ron rivera it could be Ron Rivera. I mean, he, he the guy he's has not had a quarterback all year and alex smith is wrapping up comeback player of the year for sure i don't think there's any doubt about that Oh, that's sad. Well, before we wrap up, I do want to do, so we're going to, we're for sure going to do gonna some do playoff, playoff fantasy. We're going to try to get some wa FanDuel waiver wired contest, at least just for fun and, you know, whatever, no yeah. pressure. I agree. Cause you guys, it, I am excited at how many of you were disappointed. We didn't have them. Cause I was disappointed. We didn't have them the last two weeks too. So who's your pick of the week last week? I forget last week. Darnell Mooney? No, I had Antonio Brown. Oh, I had Justin Jefferson because right, I you had Justin. We were on, and we, he was yeah. good. He wasn't amazing, but guess who has the new rookie receiving record? He ousted Anquan Bolden today. He did it. Um, he also beat Randy Moss's you yep. know record. So they did it. I was worried Kirk wasn't going to throw him the ball for a while. I was like, throw the fucking ball, now. Kirk. But he always comes on in the second half. Justin Jefferson seems like that's how they always use him. Um, Alexander Madison was. Phenomenal. There was a lot of record chasing. Uh, Look, I, as a guy who remembers Anquan Bolden well, because that was a Anquan different Bolden. NFL that Bolden played in. Like the amount of catches that dude. Look, Justin Jefferson is fantastic, and I wish he was on my team. I and and he should have the record. He deserves it. He got it. He's done. But Bolden, what Bolden did in that era. I will never forget the worst hit I think I've ever seen in my life. He took, and it was against the Jets. Someone on the Jets speared him helmet to helmet, but it was helmet to face. It wasn't even any, I think he broke like his jaw. He broke orbital bone, all this crazy. Go go Google Anquan Bolden so, Jets hit. Uh, he played the next week. I interviewed Anquan Bolden so I, a few times. He's a lovely man. 
I also think that's one of the toughest people ever. Very cool. Very, uh, yeah, and understated. Like you would never, just like the most like calm, like the opposite of T.O. You know what I mean? Um, One of my favorites. So so that record when he got, I just remember like some of his numbers, like back then when like, if you had 12 catches as a receiver, you were like leading sports center, right? Yeah. And yeah. now, you know, I mean, Antonio Brown had 11 catches like, and we're like, and, and like a, by the way, like, oh, right. by the way, he had a, you know, Diggs is averaging like nine catches a game. Right. So, I mean, Lockett had a hundred catches and he's like the number two receiver. So uh, anyway, it was a fun week 17. I did not expect this much action. I want to end with this okay. and don't, don't pull up anything. Don't look at anything. We are going to talk Thursday I want prop Piacenti back. All right. Hopefully we can get some props. Right. Yeah. Um, And we're going to do like a little playoff preview with fantasy and then also just make some picks. If you had to pick right now from what, what you watched today and I'm not holding you to it and you should change it on Thursday, Thursday, it'll be official. Give us a Super Bowl preview. I'm not holding you to it. This is not soundbite. Thursday, we're going to do this real. Just uh, first blush. What is your gut saying? First Bills blush. Packers. Who? Cheese Packers? Packer. Bills Packers. Bills Packers. Oh my, oh my gosh. Josh Allen's music. I love it. I love it. I love it. We're going to talk about that on Thursday in a little more detail. And I want to start locking in some picks. Excellent regular season. I give all due respect to the NFL players and coaches and, uh, Everyone who, you know, it was definitely football is a risk in itself, just getting on the field, but then also with everything going on, uh, risk wise. So, you know, I just, it just was crazy that we actually had 17 weeks of football. I still can't believe that it happened. I, cause I did not think it was going to. So congrats to all the playoff teams for some of you who had fan, like, Fantasy Super Bowls. I hope you won this week, although I think you're a lunatic. <laughs> I hope you won. <laughs> and uh, oh my God, we're going to do playoff fantasy football. Jen, yes! you're so bad. I'm so for evil. Me. I know. You, I, you are sorry. a bad influence on me. I know I am. Come on. All right. We will be back Thursday, and uh, it's, it's only going up from here, guys. Bye.